0: hello everybody welcome back to the alpha bitches this is a podcast where we are bitches kind of not totally but we're mainly bitches for the alphabet and we are glad you can join us mallory my wonderful co-host is here as always (laughs) yeah what
1: if one week i just wasn't here
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is a solo podcast now sorry
1: not like a. not like yeah yeah, just out of here. Bye. <laughs>
0: um, no, Mallory got kicked off the island. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to bring in new hosts and we'll see who that is.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this episode is to see as we continue our trek down the alphabet. Um, but first off, we have to address the very important subject of what we're drinking. So Mallory, what are Wine you drinking? Wine of the week.
1: Wine of the week, baby. Uh, I'm drinking a Franciscan Estate Cab, uh, 2013, and it is really good. Let me tell you. I'm. I like a dry wine. This is definitely a dry wine. Uh, but it. I don't know. It. It just has good flavor to it, and. I don't know. I had a dry the other day that I just didn't really like. And this one is, it's good. Like, I could drink this one again. So That's good. That's always good, good. if you could drink it again. Yeah.
0: We, like, um, we like new favorites.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. What are you drinking, Julia?
0: I am with my trusty um, brand, Josh, because they make great fucking wine. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm having their <laughs> Chardonnay. I think it's a 2017 Ooh. Chardonnay, but it's not as sweet as most Chardonnays, which is what I don't like. It's kind of it's kind of drier, oakier, it's good.
1: It's Those are the Chardonnays that I like, but this is, it's interesting because typically you would go for a cab and like a really dry red, and I would typically go for like an oaky Chardonnay. Yeah. This is, we should have just switched, why didn't we switch bottles, <laughs> what's up with us? <laughs> I'm- I'll mail it to you and then you mail me it and then we'll just restart the podcast <laughs> <laughs> sorry the
0: mojo isn't right we're switching it's it, freaky yeah, Friday I need a show today <laughs> okay so um, that was our one of the week and now we are moving into our hot topics Mallory why don't you start us off
1: uh, mine is a little bit short this week which I guess is good because I can ramble for a while Um I don't know what the relationship is to C. Mallory. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It wasn't in my notes, but I do know why it's C. So, C, California. Uh, There are 62 national parks in the United States. I'm obsessed with national parks. And I knew it, but it wasn't confirmed. But California actually has the most national parks of any state, including Alaska which I thought was pretty crazy because oh, Alaska yeah, is like all crazy. natural park. Yeah. So California actually has nine national parks along with its like recreational centers and all of that. But uh, I learned that a couple of weeks ago, we actually have a new national park and it is in New Mexico. It's the White Sands. It was kind of a recreational area. Now it's an official national park and it's really cool and i just like to highlight it
0: <laughs> so what's the difference what what makes it why is it elevated to a national park now what makes that different than what it was before
1: there's not a super difference like to be honest of like about it basically it gets more of a budget when something becomes a national park you get a little bit more of a budget to it and you can do more to it. I think it's really interesting though how just, okay, as a random note, but Instagram really kind of like changes how national parks have to be set up. Like If you've ever been to Horseshoe Bend, that originally wasn't even really a recreational area. It was just there and a couple people went. But when Instagram took off and everyone has that one photo of them like sitting and their back is like, you see their back and then you see big Ben, um, in Arizona and page Arizona. Then you, uh, have like, they had to have all this infrastructure put in of new parking lots and new walkways and new this and new that because of Instagram, which I thought was really interesting. So white sands, being, like, a very cool Instagrammable place, now we'll have to have, like, more infrastructure to it, that it's a national park, along with probably more camping areas than it originally has as a recreational area. But it's really cool, and I really recommend it. And it the the sea thing was more of a segue to California, but I think it's a really cool national park, so... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mallory, for once
0: again... um... Kind of breaking the format.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. And it was totally my idea, too. To, like, every week, let's do it by the letter. But I, I realized that there's just some things that I want to talk about. So.
0: Whatever. At least you
1: found a loophole. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we learned something about a sea. California has the most national. Yeah. Form. There you go. I
0: guess technically you're
1: not. Informational. Up. As always. <laughs> yeah. This is. This is a
0: news podcast. No,
1: Might as well. <laughs> okay. Um, Julia, what's your hot topic? Okay, so this happened
0: back in August of 2018, but I just found out about it, and...
1: It's a little bit outdated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, sorry, we're late to the news party. Um, <laughs> and just a bit. And it's a very important video, so this and i'll post it on the blog there's this video of um that i saw on like one of those like live pd cop shows and (laughs) because my mom was watching it and i was watching it with her and this woman okay so here's the whole story these two people steal an (coughs) suv And they run into a stop sign and they crash the car. So they get out and they start running from the police that are right behind them. And this woman runs into a pasture and then starts getting chased by cows. (laughs) And and it's all like on this night vision camera. And this woman is almost attacked (laughs) by this cow. And it's just incredible. And she's just (laughs) running through this pasture it's, like, one of the most incredible videos I've ever seen. So, my connection to C is obviously cows. but Or cars. Yeah, cows and cars. Oh, we have two connections.
1: You make up for mine. <laughs> How long was she running away from these cows?
0: Um, well, like, the video is only, like, a minute and a half. But, like, it's obviously cut. So, like, she was... It looks like she was running for a while because she ran pretty deep into the pasture because there was, like, a forest, like, separating the pasture from the road. So she ran through that forest and was running through the pasture. (laughs) (laughs) And and they got it all in this helicopter cam. It's It's just an amazing video. Please check out the blog and watch the video. I think it'll make your day. It's just pretty great. So that was my hot topic. It's all news, but it made my it made my week, so I just thought, Egh. it made my decade. It made my decade <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, I thought it was important to share so Mallory is it is. is going to
1: take us through our hit list. so Mallory, okay. so this hit list was inspired by this article. So NPR found this amazing experiment that was happening in the it's the Bern University of Arts in Switzerland and this group of students wanted to see if they played music while cheese was you know cheesing
0: <laughs> very uh
1: very technical <laughs> is it cultivating if that might be it that sounds better Okay, so after the cheese has been produced, they went, went the it's maturing. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so when the cheese is maturing, they wanted to see that if they played different types of music, would the cheese taste better? Um so they found out that yes, if you play music, cheese will actually taste better. They said that the the best tasting cheese was from the uh, cheese box that they were playing hip hop. <laughs> so the best cheese that you can have is hip hop cheese. Mm. Um, they played different types, like classicals. They played Mozart, Led Zeppelin, uh, jazz, uh, just to see kind of what's up. They only use vinyl too. I think that's important. To oh know. yeah, that's right. And they analyzed it, and, yeah, they're saying uh, a quote from a cheese enthusiast is, I like its flavor, so the hip-hop cheese was my favorite cheese. Rock and roll and techno, there just wasn't a big difference. And I think that's a really important quote. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This isn't a list, Mallory.
1: He also says, so this can also help bring society a little bit together. Um, okay, so that's just kind of the intro. What I want to do is just go through what I personally think are the best cheeses ranked. I'm only going to do my top five. Okay. Um, and if you disagree, fight me. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay, so going at number five, I'm going to have to do a Swiss I don't know what your reactions of cheese are, Julia. I um I have I don't think
0: I've ever tasted Swiss cheese. Never? No. Like ever. I think it's always freaked me out and I don't know because why. Because the holes? Yeah, but like not because that there's holes in it. Like it's just like Like I'm not afraid of the holes themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are maybe it's like a religious thing. Or wouldn't it be the opposite because technically Swiss cheese is the holiest cheese? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I don't know. I just never I think no, I think this is what happened. I think my mom was like Swiss cheese is nasty and I was like, "Oh, my mom's always right." <laughs> so I just never ate it.
1: You know, I thought that for a long time. Like I went pretty much on track with like what my my parents liked as cheeses. Um until it got to blue cheese, and if we're having like a rank of the worst cheeses, blue cheese is way on that list it's disgusting. I don't know why it exists.
0: I kind of like it on salads what' I feel like that's gonna be controversial.
1: get out of here I mean what <laughs> Are you it's
0: serious? not like it's not like offensive to me no I mean
1: I've had it on salads and stuff and like. I just think where you could have a blue cheese, you could just have a feta. I just,
0: listen, I don't have very strong opinions on cheese. I'll be honest here.
1: So I just kind of like eat whatever. Moving into number four, the fourth spot. I think it's going to have to be feta and goat cheese because I think it's really good on salads and breads. Yeah. Yes, that's true. And with strawberries. <gasps> yeah, and like a strawberry salad. I don't know if you've ever had they it's like a watermelon watermelon <laughs> watermelon feta mint salad. Yes, I have had one and they're perfect. It's good. good. It's really good. That's like cheese and fruit does not sound like a good mixture. Um but that's a good mixture. <laughs> yeah. It is. Feta tastes okay. good with fruits. Coming in at number three hmm. Is fresh mozzarella. But only fresh mozzarella. None of that is string cheese actual mozzarella?
0: I don't know. I feel like string cheese is like a spin off of mozzarella. <laughs> 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 an 80s (laughs) (laughs) up, like i don't think it's true mozzarella because it doesn't taste quite the same and it doesn't have the same texture yeah but like i feel like that's probably the closest thing to it
1: like i I feel like every time i've had like shredded mozzarella i'm like this is gross but every time i've had fresh mozzarella like this is amazing which is why i put it out of three of my favorite cheeses of all time and As a note, you know, we're both Wisconsin girls, so this isn't just any old list. This isn't, like, Sue from Kansas having a list about their cheeses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm, like, obviously dissing my Wisconsin heritage by saying I don't really care what cheese I eat.
1: I know. It really is, like, how do you go back to your family? My family, when I go back, I feel like I have to hide the fact that I don't eat fish cuz that's like a friday night fish fry kind of thing. And they're like, "What? Why aren't you eating the fish Valerie?"
0: <laughs> I know. It's like the worst thing ever. Oh my god, that's so true. I rem- I would never <laughs> eat fish. I've I've never eaten fish. Fish is nasty. It um, is 100%. Um, but like Friday fish fries, oh my god, we'd go to them every time I'd go back, and, like, it was always, like, so controversial that I wasn't having the (laughs) Friday fish fries. Oh
1: my gosh, I felt, I felt like if I were to tell my family that I didn't eat fish anymore, that I, like, would get written out of every will that I could possibly be in, like, it just isn't a thing that you want to say, so... Even, I was, like, vegan for, like, a, a hot second, and I'm like, well, I'm not telling anyone about this, because then I'm, like, really going down. But- I
0: remember, um, since we're on this Wisconsin tangent, I remember when I was <laughs> vegan, and we went back to Wisconsin, you and me, and um, oh my the God. woman was like, the woman was like, is sour cream dairy <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> yeah. and then she's like think, what about cheese
1: and I'm like we went, yeah, <laughs> we went to this like it was so remote and I just like you were uh, gluten gluten free at the time and vegan and I just remember yeah. we would like try to go into restaurants and like you could only have lettuce and that's the only thing they could give you that's not the place to go if you're vegan no it's not it's really no. not it's, I think it's it's definitely gotten better in options, but it still is not, like, a vegan's paradise. Or yeah. even just, like, a dietary restriction paradise.
0: No, it's not at all. It's, like, all about, like, the nastiest fried food you can get. Like, the main thing there is, like, fried cheese. Just so everyone is aware in the rest of the country. Cheese curds. They're called cheese curds, and they're fried cheese. And that's the thing. And they're absolutely
1: delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I I am obsessed with them, but <laughs> but I it mean is. that's that's like
0: the food of the state <laughs> practically.
1: Yeah, so. no it is. Cheese plus frying it. Number 2 is uh parmesan um slash like asiago. I kind of like put them in the same tier. But I think that they're really good cheeses like they're they're just the best cheese to kind of top off something um really sharp it just goes good with a lot um, and it's yummy yeah um, i
0: i like really just like sharp parmesan and sometimes i'll just eat like a piece of it like yeah. not like shredded or anything
1: i'll That's say good. like occasionally i like will really like try to stay away From some dairies and stuff. But I feel like Parmesan is one of those dairies that doesn't have like a giant effect. um, But just has good flavor. But no. My number one all time cheese in the entire world. I think it's the best cheese. I think we could solve every world problem with this cheese. I'm pretty sure this is the sole reason why aliens come down into our atmosphere is a sharp cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> I there there's nothing that you can't do with that cheese. You can put it on pasta, you can make a mac and cheese, you can make a grilled cheese, like you can have it on nachos, you can have it on any sandwich you want. Like it just complements everything. You could eat it on your own. Like that's the perfect cheese for a cheese and crackers. It's amazing. And I'm telling you, there's all this like political strife right now in the world. And it would all be solved if people just had a good a good cheese. A good sharp cheddar. Just one slice. Each person in the world gets one slice of cheddar cheese and everyone would be happy. Yeah.
0: You can't really be um
1: sharp wisconsin white cheddar you really can't look there's a lot of things you can do in this world and you can't beat it let me tell you i have to
0: agree with you but my other favorite cheese is manichego is that
1: how you pronounce that i don't even know i think so in my head i wanted to say manichego but i also think that that's that's worse so (laughs) (laughs) but
0: it's the it's the wonderful cheese from spain and it's very sharp And that's a really good
1: one. Or it it can be. I think that's the, like, cool thing about it is that it can be more of a, like, softer flavor. And I think that's... No, it is a good cheese. If I were to, like, extend my list with the top 10, I think that would definitely be on there. Your top 10 list? Yeah, my top 10 cheese list, which does exist, you know? It's written in stone, so... (laughs) uh anyway yeah that's my cheese list um feel free to mention what cheeses you like who knows maybe we'll come back again in a year from now and do a top 10 worst cheese list
0: yeah maybe we'll um we'll test the cheeses that are recommended to us and make an updated top 10
1: although if i don't think anyone can beat cheddar but we could update it I guess we'll move into our main topic right now. And our main topic this week, we're going to be talking about college. We have a couple questions here, more than a couple questions. Uh, We're just (laughs) going to go through and just talk a little bit about kind of our experiences because Julie and I did go to the same college after going to the same high school together. It was a lot. Um, It was a lot. It was a lot. Okay. So I'm going to start going through these. So, the very first question is, why did you choose ASU? Oh, yeah, we went to Arizona State. <laughs> That's important <laughs> to mention. Um,
0: I feel like it'll sound stupid, but honestly, like the vibe of the school. Like, I think at the time I was coming out of college, not college, I was coming out of high school.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> What's it? College. Coming course. out of college.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel um, like grad school is. It's just like doing college twice. But <laughs> Um I
0: I was coming out of high school and I worked like really hard in high school and didn't really do anything like super crazy or super like fun. I mean I wasn't like the lamest person out there, but like I didn't <laughs> I didn't do anything like crazy. <laughs> but um I kind of I think The appeal of ASU was that a little bit that it was a party school, even though I went to, like, one party, like, my first week there and never went to another one ever again. (laughs) Because I was so, like, terrified of the experience. Um, (laughs) It was a lot. But um, it was just, like, the vibe of the school. I think it was more laid back. It wasn't, like... It didn't feel so stuffy like the other ones I toured. Mm, I just felt good there. So...
1: So, I took this, like, I went in high school, like, I flew down and I did this day where I just stayed with kind of an upperclassman, they showed me around, and the person I got, I, like, hated, so I, like, found these other two people and I, like, ditched the person that was supposed to have me as, like, a little or whatever, and I hung out with these two people who had this other girl, and so the four of us had like a blast, and we went around like downtown Tempe, and they took us to, um, what is it, the bridge, you know, the Tempe Town Lake Bridge. Oh, and, like
0: over, like Millbridge, or
1: yeah, yeah, Millbridge, and we were just like standing there and talking. It was like one a.m., and I was like. You know, I went back, and I I met other people too, but I went back and I was like, you know what? I, like, very much could see that being a typical night. And the other colleges were just not... They were good, and there were some that I, like, got into that I think, like, academically maybe were better than ASU's. But, you know, I always think it's a really big deal because I did college tours too, When people would, like, ask all these questions. And I was like, the biggest thing is, like, how do you feel on campus? Because you're going to be here for pretty much... Unless you're crazy, like the two of us, and finished early. But on average, like, you're going to be here for four years. You're going to live here. These are, like, where you're going to meet friends and create a life. And you should like that area. And you should like those people. And... Yeah. Yeah. I think,
0: like, is... I think some people like discount the way you feel on campus for like the academic portions of it or the way that your major is held in regard at that school. Yeah. Like we went to film school at ASU. Like that's not the most typical thing. The film school is big, but like when you think of film school, like you think of somewhere in California. And I think we both got into some schools in California and we yeah. still decided to go to ASU because we just felt better there. And totally. yeah, and that's kind of like what you need to base it on because you there's a lot of people that go to school for other reasons and end up miserable because they don't like the environment that they're in.
1: Okay, what was your favorite class? And if you can't pick one, like maybe what was a, a couple of your favorite classes that you took? Um.
0: Well, I had. I think I'll just pick my favorite class based on the one that I think was like most impactful for me. And that was my beginning screenwriting class that I was, um, that I met the professor like my very first day on campus. And yeah, he I was there. Invited and, me. And
1: I stood awkwardly <laughs> next to you. I remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he like invited yeah. me into his class. And, um, but yeah. Cause he was like, if you're really gonna like screenwrite, like come be in my class, and I'm like, okay. And it was like a class for like sophomores and juniors, so yeah, that one was like really impactful for me, and like like that professor really became my mentor. So I would say that was probably my favorite class.
1: Um, I had a lot of good classes. I liked a lot of the classes that weren't a part of my major <laughs> which sounds so bad but I, I like having the ability to learn something else um i took there was like a series called ppe classes that are a part of the gym but you get credit for them and that series that i took was like those series of classes were amazing i took a class about like biking and taught me how to fix a bike I took a class about hiking, and it taught me about, like, backpacking and how to prep for that and how to do emergency first aid. I took a gardening class, and I got to garden on campus and figure out where the gardens were and how to kind of, like, grow things and just take things from campus. Um, And I also took a self-defense class with that. And, like, those four classes taught me so much that... Other classes that I took didn't teach me anything. Um, They were really fun. They were just very short and they were fun. And they were the perfect thing to kind of, like, every semester, it it was classes that I really looked forward to because it wasn't something that had to do with my career or, you know, what was going to be happening after I graduated. It was just like, F it, let's learn how to fix a bike. And I really liked that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's if if you go, especially to a bigger campus, there's a lot of classes like that, and I didn't take as many as you did, but I um, some like I learned how to play the piano, which was kind of cool, and you know, I learned how to like. I went
1: to your recital.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my where I forgot my
1: performance piece halfway through, and
0: I just got off the stage (laughs) like a five year old. I was like, oh, I'm done. But, but yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to like learn things that you may not, you know, have the opportunity to learn anywhere else because you are in college and you have access to all that stuff. So, yeah, I definitely recommend taking classes outside of your gen ed and your major just to take them because you're there, you're already paying for it, you might as well.
1: Exactly, that's what I thought. I was like, you know, because they, like, kind of charge you, like, at credit level. And at a certain point, I was like, F it. Like, I'm taking more than I'm supposed to. I might as well just, like, add on and, like, take a boxing class and this and that. And I also took a forensics class, which is really cool. Because now I could kill someone and bury a body. And I know how to cover it up. See, life skills.
0: Life skills. You learn <laughs> actual, life
1: skills. Actual life skill right there. What's the best collaborative work that you've worked on in college
0: <laughs> um, maybe your senior project I don't know I really I, yeah so I don't nice. <laughs> I was a writer so I didn't really interact that much with like like film like actual film projects and stuff like that because like you kind of like you were in your own track of classes and you didn't really interact with like other film students and like you always think of film school as like making a bunch of films. I didn't do that, so um, <laughs> like we that's just not what my major was. So um, yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot to pick from. But like I I would say out of all of them, like a lot of them turned bad as high school projects do. And it's probably work projects do as well. I would say your senior project, probably. And I don't know what you're going to say, but if you do say your senior project, then you can kind of explain it so we
1: don't. I'm not going to say my senior project, but um, that's really... No, I'm really happy that you said that because I actually... Someone else said that They're still... They were talking about my project with someone like the other day, and it was really... I don't know. It's really nice to think that people are still, like, thinking of it after it's been, you know, like a year and a half since it's happened. But uh, I would say that my favorite project to collaborate on is I took a Mediterranean diet class, and the final was to cook a dinner with, like, three other people. And... I got to know these people like really well over the semester. And one of them actually cooked me food every class. Like he cooked me risotto once and made like a flan once. And he would just bring me food every class because he knew that I was coming from another class, which was really nice. And so that was like, I was in so many films, but my favorite pro- like great project I've ever worked on was just cooking a dinner because it was like... 19-year-old Mallory ha- was having, like, wine, and I was at a house, and we were making fresh pasta, and we had bread together, and it was really good.
0: <laughs> Low stress. Low stress, Very, for
1: sure. I, I, it's surprising talking about it, because most of the highlights of college were not related to film school whatsoever. <laughs> most of my friends were film friends, but most of the things that I really liked doing were just things that were... Nobody that I knew was a part of them. And I love that. I love just meeting new people and just being like, no one knows that I'm here right now. And I can just (laughs) eat bread and learn about the Mediterranean diet. And, like, no one else cares. And I love that. I love that feeling. What is your favorite place on campus? Um...
0: I don't remember what building it was in. I think it was like the literature building, but there was like a building on the ASU campus that had um like an indoor fountain and like mm. it was basically like this indoor garden. And that's always where I would stop and like hang out in between classes like on days I had like long breaks.
1: There's two of them. There's the one by Oh yeah, there was. There was the one in the building. science building. And then there's, yeah, there's the science building one. You know what I did one day is I went around and I counted every fountain on campus. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I did, but I just felt like it was really important that I knew how many fountains there were on campus. And there's 22 fountains. For the people who don't don't think that there was fountains on campus, because everyone was talking about how the MU didn't have a fountain anymore and it was just a planter, and they're like, "We want more fountains." Well, there's 22 of them, and y'all can find them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of them are indoors, so you could. Most of them are indoors. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to be in the fucking hot sun in Arizona. Oh
1: my god. I think. There was a lot of places that I really liked on campus. Probably my favorite place is there's this tiny house um, that was by Old Main. And it has a rocking chair on it. Like, not on the house, next to the house. And there's, like, this little courtyard next to it. And it's a really nice place. Like, no one goes there. And it's really, like, there's just all these plants and flowers and trees so there's like a whole bunch of shade and rocking chairs and you can just chill out it was really nice that was probably the best part
0: i didn't even know you were allowed to go near that house i thought it was like a historically protected
1: oh house no you, you could go totally near. go in there if you wanted to but i heard that there's a ghost in the house so that's why most people don't go in it oh well,
0: see if there was a if i knew there was a ghost in the house i'd be <laughs> in the house constantly <laughs> Waiting for the ghost to appear.
1: Yeah, apparently, like, uh, some old lady died in the house. And that's one of the few ghosts on the Tempe campus. (laughs) Iconic. Uh, Okay. Wait, you said one
0: of the few. Wait, I need to know what what the other ghosts were. Who were the other ghosts?
1: There's a couple ghosts in the science. um, In the science. And then there is, um, so there's, like, hidden tunnels on the Tempe campus that connect from, like, Old Main all the way to the MU. And there's a ghost in those tunnels that hangs out towards the MU.
0: Oh. Well, he just wants to be with college
1: kids, apparently. He does. He wants to party. He wants to party. (laughs) And we should let him. Oh, my God. Last words about college. Just in general, like, Someone puts a gun to your head and they're like, "Give me a thirty second. What did you think about college? Kind of thing. Like, what would you say? Gun to your head, though. So obviously, like, frantically, you're saying this. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think my main pitch about college when people ask me about it is that find a professor that you really connect with and not in like a weird way. Okay. We're not talking about that. We're <laughs> no find. Don't sleep with your professors because there are some people that did that shit, but um, no, find a professor that you really connect with and really like soak up everything you can from them. You know, as far as education goes, because that was my main um thing during college that really made a difference for me because you take good classes and you can only learn so much from classes but like learning from someone who worked in the field that you want to work in who has like life experience who can kind of be like a mentor figure to you that is like invaluable so that would be my college
1: thing it's a lot longer than 30 seconds julia i said gun to your head frantic thirty second, but okay
0: I'm very calm under pressure.
1: (laughs) Okay. If a gun was to my head and someone's like, you need to tell me about your college experience or like the best tips would be, and I'm waiting for the clock to tell me to go. So I want to do it in 30 seconds. I'm going to wait for it.
0: Okay. Oh my God. It's not that serious. So the
1: biggest thing that you need to do is just like find a good balance of social because honestly... I feel like the people that I hung out with in college were the reason why I had a really good time. Like, most of what I remember isn't really the classes. It's just hanging out with people, like, having a really good social group, like, a couple different social groups. And, yeah. Like, also the random classes. Like, don't, don't be afraid to not do things in your group, too. It went over. But I... I liked the things that I did just completely by myself. Um, I I loved having friends, and they, like, really grew, you know. They helped me grow. But I loved just taking a self-defense class, and, like, that was it, and that's what I did. And I liked just hopping in my car and driving east for two hours, and college is a great time to really figure out what you personally like. And... It really is the best time to just do whatever the hell you want. And it's it's fun. It's a good time. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for the letter C for college and everything else. So with that, uh, you, everything that we kind of talked about you'll be able to follow on our blog. We'll have some of our news stories posted on there.
0: Yes. I will do that. <laughs> And then you can follow us on our social medias. We are at everything as at Alpha B
1: Podcast. Yeah, so follow us and keep in the know. We'll be back soon with letter D. Yes, get the D.
0: Yes. Uh, Yes, I'm excited for D. I am too. With that, I'm Mallory. And I'm Julia. Bye. Bye.